So can you just tell me who you are and why you're yeah. doing yeah. this? So I'm Kevin Buchanan. I'm not yeah. sure if you know me. I know the name. Look, yeah. I'm really bad. <laughs> I know your name. Yeah, so I work at Manor Real Estate. Right. So um, I am predominantly in Kellyville. We went up against each other in a listing, uh, 40 Jupiter Road in uh, Kellyville. I'm not right. sure if you remember the divorce case. It's about a year ago. Um, but yeah, so I work at Manor Real Estate with Jane Igor. Um, and Daniel he bought a house from us. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And he's going to rip it to shreds and do Good. a whole. Yeah, so we should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we are. And Daniel's a buyer's agent in Paddington at right. Henderson Advocacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the podcast is called Both Sides of the Fence. So right. me being a salesperson, uh, Daniel being a buyer's agent. Right. So both sides of the fence, and we just go around uh, doing podcasts with successful people in any industry not just real estate so last week we had um a food influencer which has a few hundred thousand followers on instagram um neck in two weeks time we've got eddie piddington from stone manly and also the number one competitive eater in the southern hemisphere so we're like in all different directions but the reason we do it is to learn so not just from real estate agents but from successful people in general to to take away things, uh, honestly, and, and learn from what you do. And it doesn't have to be so much real estate based, but how you run a high performance business and how you keep at the top of your game and kind of dissect you. <laughs> okay. I might be your most disappointing client. <laughs> I think you'll be sweet. Someone else has asked me maybe, but it's all about time. Who has time to do it? I mean, look at us. Look how long yeah. it's taken us to get together. I know. Yeah. Why would you say yeah. yes? Oh, I don't know. I just, <clears throat> I really just don't think I've got much to add to mm. people because I'm really not fancy in any way, shape mm. or form. If I dare told the world that I don't even know how to turn on a computer. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes it real. Oh, it is real. It makes yeah. it real, really right? Really real. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so maybe it's all about that. But whatever I think about oh, how yeah. I do it, yeah. Um, maybe, anyway, you'll see. Well, however this pans out and however Unpacked we chat and whatever it. comes wow. out. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I looked online just doing a bit of research prior to us catching up and it said you started in the industry back in 19, correct me if I'm wrong, 1985 with your grandma yeah. back in Dural. Yes. Wow. 19, yeah. Yeah, wow. So... What was the agency? Are they still open, no? Weirdly, no, but yes. So um, I was thinking about this this morning. I I was very fortunate to grow up in a very normal average family, but I was very fortunate to have a very good relationship with our grandparents. Mm. So they were churchgoers. We'd go to church with them on a Sunday, then go there for lunch. And I can still see the table set up, you know, with the lunch and whatever. Um, but my grandmother was a talker mm. and I think oddly enough over the years mm. for whatever reason and I can't explain because I can't remember, she always talked about her work and she mm. always had a story to tell and the okay. story was al- always about people, clearly yep. real estate's about people. Yep. So I think the subconscious part of my upbringing was that it was like a brainwashing I guess but I was obviously interested so when I left school, I wanted to go overseas. I got a job in a sandwich shop, made smelly <laughs> hamburgers and cut up lettuce um, for a year, saved money, went overseas for three months. <clears throat> we have family in England and Canada and I paid them a visit and came back and thought, well, what am I going to do? I knew I was not going to go to university. Yep. Um, that was a guarantee but I didn't know what I was going to do and for some bizarre reason I just said to grandma can I come and work with you Mm. and of course grandma being grandmas (laughs) said wow my granddaughter wants to work with me so out to Dural I went yeah um so it was she was you know a woman a lady real estate agent in the 1950s um the office that we worked out of was a shed basically and it still stands today at 588 Old Northern Road at Dural. Uh-huh. <coughs> so where McDonald's is at the yeah, roundabout. Is that opposite It's that? actually now Cutcliffe. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the house that Cutcliffe ran out of, my grandpa built. You're kidding. So wow. they lived there and he built wow. the office next to the driveway. Jeez. And thank goodness they've left it there because that's my office. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, big regret I never bought the property. Yeah. Um, if it came up now, would you buy it? Oh, mate, I've done some crazy things. I've <laughs> We go out for dinner with the family and um, a couple of drinks under the belt and I make whoever's driving drive down the driveway and I've gotten them out of the car and said, come on, let's go under the house. Wow. Because <laughs> under the house Grandpa used to have his old lawnmower and I'm always hoping that I can find some old paraphernalia that was theirs um, and just she, my grandma was a people person. She was a very kind person. As I said, she was quite religious. Um, but I, I remember if you came into the office at 10 o'clock or maybe 2.30, that was morning and afternoon tea. So you'd be guaranteed that there's a tin of biscuits mm. and if you came in to pay your rent, for example, we had the old Kalamazoo system where you had to write out the receipt um, and the kettle was on, Grandma would say to the tenant, mm. would you like a cup of coffee with us? Oh. And all different types of tenants, as you can imagine, yeah. and it didn't matter who it was. And they'd be sitting there with coffee. She'd bring the tin out with the biscuits. I think endearingly people just loved that there were no airs and graces. Nobody was ever judged. (laughs) And as I said, we got to know people on a level, which you do in real estate Mm. if you build really good relationships, pretty serious level. You're going deep. Yeah. Like I didn't realise at the time because I was only 19. Yeah. But my grandma, she knew a whole lot more than what I ever imagined. Yeah. And now I'm the age I am, I Mm. now know. Um, Would you attribute what you learnt at that young age to what you've built now? You know what? Great question. I don't think you can learn. I don't think you can learn... Now, this is going to sound bad. I don't think you can learn what I do. Now, I don't mean Mm. it the way it sounds. I think you've either got it or you don't. Mm. I don't know that you can learn it. You can learn. You can hear someone say, look, I do this, this and this, and you can go, great, I'm going to do that. So you Mm. can learn certain things. Mm. But I don't think you can learn passion for something. But most importantly, can you learn to really be interested in people Mm. genuinely? Mm. Can you Probably learn not. genuine desire to – so I go to a party or we go on holidays and sit around the pool at a hotel resort. I, can, I know by the end of it I've found out every person sitting around that <laughs> pool, I know who they are, what they are and what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I go to a party, I walk in. I don't think this out – I don't think this as the forefront thought but it's like who am I going to meet and mm. what are they about? Yeah, so you're it's interested. It's, I'm genuinely interested and every person's got a story. Yeah. The difference is though when I was young um, I was frightened mm. of a lot of old people and mm. and people that I saw a certain way. The, the years of maturing make me not frightened. They make me want to challenge them. So mm. the cranky, gruff, really? rude person, I'm going to find out why they're <laughs> like that and I'm going to break them. I love that. I love that. And 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 you're when you're coming up against people like that, do you do you, do you come up against that in, in in a different way than you would a certain other, like a, a different type of person? Are you coming out um, more sim- like a more sympathetic, or are you coming out more aggressive? In no, that, no, those sympathetic. Sorts of, yeah. No, because when you get to the to the bottom of why people are why they are, um, mm. the sad people, the mm. cranky people. There's always a reason. Yeah. Like people are not unhappy. People don't do bad things. People don't end up in jail unless something's happened to them in their life. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Something's happened to send them on that track of sadness or anger or violence or whatever it might be. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Some of us are lucky to be born and bred into a nice situation with the family and caring, but others aren't. Yeah. And so it's, as I said, that's the challenge. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Wow. Would you, um, so I, 
you ranked very highly in Australia. So I think on the REB top 100, you've ranked number two in Australia as a female agent, number 10 overall, which is up. Is that correct? I wouldn't have a clue. Okay. <laughs> we didn't judge my numbers. I, I think I think that's correct. That's that's obviously a massive achievement. That's massive. When, would you, I know this isn't saying you've learned that, but when you talk about you're the type of person, you walk into a, into a room and you meet everyone trying to find out and because you're so interested, do you think that's what's allowed you to become the, the person you are and the agent you are? Or are, are there other key things? Uh, every morning I wake up, mm. what's going to happen today, I'm excited. I don't, I don't know how you learn that. That's just how I'm made. Yeah. I think <laughs> I, I, my brain is not made to think negatively i'm a Mm. problem solver so no matter what problem anything Mm. you know how is this person going to get from here to here and they've got to do this in between or how do i fix this or how do i i'm worried about selling my house because i've got to worry about putting this here i want to fix everyone's problem Mm. but it's just innate yeah it's in me yeah so i i think um it's a, it's a just a, I don't know. It's just in me. I can't, yeah. I don't learn it. It's yeah. there. What, what separates you to all of your competitors? Um, what separates me? <clears throat> I think, um, look, th- there are more men, mm. men ranked in the, the top numbers of real estate agents. It's dominated by men in this yeah, industry. Yeah, and I think it's. Pretty obvious, and then you, know. you dominate every all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing is that's just We're obvious. The family, <laughs> yeah. From the fact that the women have their children and it takes them out of mm. their careers. Yeah. Um. But I think it's the life experiences that I've had. Um. Being able to be a mum. Um, and relate to people on different levels mm. um, and I've just forgotten actually what the question was. Do you uh, – how? why do you – what separates you from the competitors, especially in a male-dominated industry? Yes, the fact that I am female yep. so I've had experiences mm. that they haven't so they can't relate to people on certain levels. Yep. I think women have got to – well, clearly we look at things differently. Yep. Um. I don't know that I want to separate males and females because yep. it's brilliant on both sides. But I think the life experiences as a mother um, probably are the main reason why I think I differ from the males. Do you Were you doing well before you had children? Um, gosh, can I remember that far back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, probably not to the extent that I am because I wow. think part of doing well is the time, yep. the learning, the experience mm. and now the result of a reputation of being in a business yep. for 30-something years. Mm. Yep. That it's takes true. time to yep. build. So hence the, the success takes time to build. Yep. Yeah, gotcha. When, uh, <laughs> what point in your career did you start to feel that momentum and where you felt that reputation side of the form? Um, so I can remember being in my 20s. Um, I, I was given a very fortunate opportunity to, once I left grandma when she retired at 80. So to, what was grandma's business back then? It was called Golston Dural Estate Agency. Wow. Yeah. And she ran that with her um, brother-in-law. Yep. Um, and my grandpa sometimes was in the business too. So you came from a real estate family. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I did. And so yeah. from when I was born, um, well, probably about five because we lived overseas, mm. but when we started those lunches with grandma on Sundays, which mm. I would have been about five, yeah. that's when the brainwashing started <laughs> <laughs> at the Sunday lunchtime wow. dinner table. Best yeah. brainwashing yeah. ever. Um, sorry, where? So goals, you've started out with grandma. Your, yeah. You've been in your own independent agent. When did things start to? So, so once I left her, then I was given a very fortunate opportunity offered to buy into another business, um, which was a, a family business at West Penn and Hills. And um, we were, we then went into a franchise business mm. um, and I was only about 23 or 24. Wow. So my mum and dad very kindly 
second mortgage their home to give me the money to buy that business. Wow. See, wow. fortunate. Well done. <clears throat> I paid them back, of course. Um, and at that point in time, my partner was probably eight to ten years older than I was. Mm. So I can remember wishing I could speak like he did in a listing presentation. I wanted to know everything and I wanted to be able to say it how he was saying it. Mm. Mm. But as I learned, it would take me years to get to that because you've got to live through the years of learning it to experiencing to experiencing it to be able to do it. So um, <clears throat> that's the thing again now is once you get to a point mm. where you're comfortable in what you do, mm. fortunate to love what you do and, and know what you're doing, but don't you don't always know everything. You've always got to remember that mm. there's still something to learn. Yeah. It's and true. there is. Um, and then I, I, I probably couldn't tell you when, I'd probably say when William joined the business, my mm. eldest son, um, that we were, and, and technologies were changing, um, and my kids have gotten older, that I've really, like, it's just my passion. I just yeah. love it. Mm. So you love it's, it. Consistent repetition with the love for it as well. Yeah. Um, I've got, I've actually got a friend that works, um, not in this office, but um, I think it's the Castle office, mm -hmm. Adrian mm -hmm. Fanina. So yes. he's one of my mates. Yes. Um, what advice, so there's going to be a lot of younger listeners listening to mm -hmm. this, so people our mm -hmm. age. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to someone like myself or Adrian um, that now at this point we are starting to hit some momentum? Mm -hmm. What would your advice be to us? Listen to your older peers. Ha ha. <laughs> we human beings don't do that. Does he no. listen? Does Adrian um, he listen? Tell, yes, he rings. He does. He tells me he does, but we all make <laughs> mistakes and we forget. That's yeah. what I love about you guys um, and the likes of Adrian and a couple of my young guys here. The young people have got to be able to, to, to listen to the older ones and no one ever does. You've got to experiencing it. Mm. To experience it, to make the mistake, to learn. But I think the fact that you're set up doing this kind of thing mm. shows me that maybe you are different to a lot of the younger <laughs> ones. <laughs> try. And if you do try and take a leaf out of the book of the older people, that's yeah. going to be helpful and shorten your timeline in the process of getting the experience. I hope so. So rather than living it and doing 10 years of it, listen to what we're saying now and put it into action. Um, so... I think, where were we? So what would you say in that leaf, that, that booklet you've got to become a top real estate agent, what advice or leads would you pull out okay, of Okay, for you young ones. Well, decide that this is the career for you mm. and if you've had a taste of it, you know it's horrific career. It's 24-7 <laughs> really. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. You can ring me on a Saturday night. I mm. really don't go out much. Yeah. And <laughs> who's on the other end of the phone? Yeah. Is it someone going to make an offer? Like, I, is that normal? Do you well, real estate agents think like that? Because that's how I think. I think someone's calling me for a listing every single time. Of course. And then when it's not, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, just just, I don't know, it's. I've lost you again. I'm no good at this, am I? <laughs> you're doing, you're, I think you're doing what, what, really good. What do you good. think then is contributed to your foundation of success? If you've not got advice per se, what do you think has... Okay, so to get 30 years in the business, mm. if you do the right thing mm. and show people that you are working for them, ultimately our job is to get the highest price for our vendors, yep. um, then... The reputation follows and it builds and it grows. I'm very lucky to live in the suburb that I live in. Mm, I have mm. five children so my life has been spread <laughs> everywhere in lots of different football teams and whatever, netball, whatever. Um, so I know lots of people um, and and that's... It. Was that hard to juggle five children and a 24-7 well, career? Okay, so that's where <laughs> I was lucky. So yeah. when I had those babies... I was a stay-at-home mum yep. and this wow. job, as you know, allows us to still keep our finger in the business. We don't physically have to be in an office. Mm. Correct. Um, yeah. 
once I got to the fifth child, I had to have a nanny. I was very fortunate with parents that helped me and sisters that helped me. Um, but I was still able to, you know, the... the the, yeah. the the calls came to me because the reputation was built. Yeah. Mm. So I want to sell my house becomes they ring me because you sold my house, you sold mum and dad's house. You mm. know, here we are now sitting here in our office over the road. There's an estate of land that my husband sold 28 years ago. Wow. We're going in there now with my eldest son and your dad sold us this block Jeez. and now can you sell our house? It's um, pretty tough to. to it'd be hard. Yeah, I don't know how you'd. Uh, lucky I picked Kellyville, not West Bennett Hills. <laughs> well, pick your, I'm a couple of suburbs pick away. Your actually, suburb and make it your own. So being yeah. living in the suburb is very helpful, and I'm very lucky. I yeah. think if you can do that, that's gold. Yeah. Yeah. Some it's funny because yeah, most agents won't say that. They'll say to separate working. Yeah. Career. Oh well, there you go. There you go. How often would I've you get t- stopped? Like if you're walking through the oh, shops, I um <laughs> often, yeah, <laughs> but not necessarily stop. People just smile and acknowledge. Wait, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like hard the, to. You're um, a celebrity around here. Yeah, but it again, it it's not how you look at it. Yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, talk in terms of William. How does William fit into your your current business model? Is he co-listing with you? Is is he doing his complete own thing? Well, he's um, matured and grown, and uh, you know, fully qualified agent, and yep. is on his own as as a lister. Yep. Um, we are a team, though. I think we we still prefer, and I think this is interesting. Again. I always say two heads are better than one. We're mm. yin and yang. So male, female, mm. younger, older, very different personalities. Mm. We have the most amazing fights. <laughs> that would be movie material. I'd like to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> yeah. But but we don't hold a grudge. So we'll vent our, mm. you know, feelings and five minutes later it's ended. So... And we, we do have very different vibe on things mm. and he's young and he won't be told. <laughs> so I'm about trying to teach and say this is what I suggest. Mm. He's very intelligent. He'll walk away. He'll think about it and, you know, he's learnt and he, look, he's got the passion too. Yeah. But it's his passion for people. Yeah. It's yep. nothing other than a passion for people. Our house, if someone says to me, um, I'd love to be a real estate agent. I love a, I love looking at houses. Yeah, I doesn't work like tune that. out. I go, well, you're <laughs> not getting a job. Yeah. I don't want someone that likes looking at houses. Yeah. I want someone that likes people. Especially because you might walk through a house you don't like. And so well, you don't like your job. I don't like 99% of the houses <laughs> that I walk through. And that's a good point too. It's very true. We, the brain is tuned to see the positive in everything. Mm. Everything. The brain doesn't have a negative. If a vendor says to me, Jen, so what are the things about my house that aren't so good or a bit negative? I go, look, I don't want to be disrespectful, but I cannot answer that question. Mm, My brain is not tuned to go negative. Mm. I'm a problem solver. Mm. I overcome objections. So when the Mm. buyer stands in front of me and says, I don't like A, B, C, D, F, G, Mm. I come up with the Mm. positive objections to wow. their answers to their objections, if I can. Yeah. And if I can't, I actually agree with them. Really? I go, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I was, do that was too. That, is this all instinct and a passion or did you learn this through, like, for example, you'll go to Tom Panos training and young agents will learn scripts and dialogue to be better with these situations? Yes. Mm. Is part of that true for you or is it all just internal? No, I've mm. never listened to any, wow. sorry, everyone. You're not I've, listening to this, This is not you? good. No, <laughs> not for some people. I've never paid anyone to teach me. I beg your pardon, we have once, uh-huh. but it wasn't me personally. It was yeah. the office. Yeah. Um, we had one fellow and all I took out of what he told me was um, a lot of things he said made sense. Mm. It's good to have it reiterated to you. Mm. Um, there was one thing I he, he um, told me that I remembered, but I've never... Paid for any hmm. mentoring or, um, wow! I just 
that's where I come back to. If you're young and you've decided real estate is your career and you've accepted its long hours, mm. make sure you pick the right partner that will understand you. Mm. That that's will powerful. be problematic. So yeah. I'm very, very lucky. I married a real estate agent and seriously pick the right partner because you need their support. If they're at that's home true. saying, please don't take that phone call, I need you, mm. um, you know, you've got to have a balance in life mm. but... You've also got to have someone that understands mm. your hours and what you do. What's your balance? Uh, that's not a good question. You don't to balance. Ask me. There is no balance. I have a husband that says I don't do balance. Yeah. No. And that's probably, again, the type of personality that, that mm. we might be as agents. Yeah. Um, I love walking my dog. Yeah. Beautiful. How old is Because your dog? I don't have to talk to anyone. That's so good. Yeah. Big dog, small dog. Little dog, English, Little. Daffy, Lola. Yep. Beautiful. Um, Mm, balance is important as we know because it's all about health and etc. Yeah. But I haven't been balanced yeah. because I just have a, I guess, this hunger and excitement. You can't oh. stop. Yeah. So if you're so go, 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 how do you sustain that? I, I've i just had been very fortunate to have three weeks off, which was a oh, very long time for me, Yeah, probably too long. But I actually relaxed and went, oh, golly, this is what it feels like to be relaxed. <laughs> and that was nice and I needed to do it but yeah. I'm ready to go again. I, That's awesome. My grandmother, I tell you something, you can always tell a lot about a person by the way they walk. Really? The now, if walk. you walk slow <laughs> yeah. and if you're coming for an interview with me, I'm looking at how you walk. It's bizarre. I, I walk quickly because I've got a lot to do. Again, I think... People do what they have to do. Mm. People say to me, oh, how do you do this with five kids? I say, well, you could do it too with five kids. You don't have five kids. Yeah. I couldn't do one child. But you do what you have to do. But if you love what you do, it's not a have to. Yes, correct. Have you ever got to, to that stage of potential burnout or frustration or is it always drive, go, <laughs> go? Um, look, you get tired and you might have a day of downtime and rest mm. and you go again. I mean, you get tired because you try and do too much or you get mm. sick, as we all do, but mm. I, again, just have an energy that mm. it's, it's simple. Mm. If you enjoy what you do, <laughs> to me that's the answer. Yeah, it's the juice in life. Are you At, six or seven days? Um, uh Try and have lunch with my husband one day, so that's yep. a half day. Yeah. Um, and then there's a big washing day. <clears throat> yeah. Which can be interrupted by appointments. So, yep. yeah. So you're in and out. I look because I live in the suburb. I don't waste any time in travel. Yeah. That's so I'm true. five minutes from the office. That's true. So I can work into the night. I've do many exchanging of contracts. You know, at ten, eleven, twelve at night because yep. it's five wow. minutes from the office. Yeah. Have you moved digital yet? Like digital contracts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, love it's it. It's really good. It's a game changer. I do it from my bed now. Yes, <laughs> um, uh, it's great for lots of people in the team. Of course, it takes away from what Donna does, and yep. yeah, it's brilliant. Really good. I'd, I, all of our um, all in our version of a listing presentation, a sign up meeting is all virtual. Nothing's in person. Yeah, you don't do anything in mm. person anymore, do you? Yeah, really. Nothing. Yeah, as a buyer's agent, we um, really all of it's virtually. Is that coming out of COVID and you haven't yeah, it's reverted just back? Yeah, out of COVID. Yeah, and it's not we've not needed to have to revert back. Like how many how many did you guys sign up last? We had month? our biggest month last month of sign ups, and this month will be the same, if not more. What numbers are you averaging? Twenty five a, a month. Twenty five sign ups a yeah. month in virtual. So you're you're doing similar type of numbers, I presume, like in terms of listings. You're because I saw on your real estate. <laughs> Don't profile. ask me numbers. That's William's thing. As I said, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. On the technical note, on yep. any of that side of things, all I yeah. do, so people ring me up and say, look, you know, you're happy with your your property management mm. systems and or whatever. And mm. I go, sorry, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> I don't do any of this rubbish. <laughs> I list and sell property. I'm doing That's that from all now. I do. I I'm don't, saying that. Hey? I'm going to do that from now too. Well, I'm lucky I've got lots of people around me that do all the other jobs. But yeah. that's the point. <clears throat> I guess my life is not full of all the side issues mm. we've got amazing photographers stylists gardeners anything mm. and i just want to list and sell so everything wow. looks beautiful from the outside yep you 
are an amazing agent. You're doing super well. It all looked like your branding's beautiful. Really good branding. Lewis Carr has a really good name. Great branding. Well, Patrick. Who, who's the Lewis in Lewis Carr? Sorry, I've always wondered. Okay. Um, it's funny when people say I've met Louis Carr. I say, have you really? <laughs> yes. I go, really? I said, no, you haven't. Yes, I have. And I go, well, there's no Louis. There's not a person, Louis Carr. So Louis Evangelides and Patrick Carr both started working together as sales agents at Bruce Lyon Real Estate at Epping oh. many moons ago. Wow. So they okay. left Bruce, decided to start up together, um, took Louis's Christian name and Patrick's surname, mm. flowed better than yep. the alternative of their two surnames. No disrespect, Louis. Um, and they remained in partnership for... 30-odd years, 29, 30 years, yep. which in itself is unique because yes. I oh. think we know many stories of partnerships that fail and we know Couple why. Years, yeah. But they were also yin and yang in their mm. combination. They recognised each other as having their own individual qualities and one did one thing and the other did the other and they didn't cross paths to get in each Just other's worked. way. Just yeah. worked. Yeah. So mm. where I was getting at with that point, it all looks good from the outside but there's got to be bad days. Oh, yes, yeah. of course. So first of all, <laughs> of how do you handle your bad days? And over your real estate career, what have been some what have been some bad things that have happened and how you've overcome them? Do you mind if I add to that? I'm, I've got a live, a live case study right now where I'm on that borderline of that slight overwhelm, like at capacity where you're getting flustered. How do you handle those situations mm. where you're, your energy is like mm. you feel you're catching, you need to catch up? Sorry to jump in, but That's I, okay. this is I like a live case study. I like that. Probably part of the high energy is I run on that level all the time. I think <laughs> yeah. it is. Re- it's, it remains in the, the back of your mind as a constant, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. But, you know, William said to me, yes, so have you done this, this and this? I said, well, how could I do that? I had a full day back to back. <laughs> yeah. So you just, you will get overwhelmed. That's okay. It's just, I guess, stopping and correcting and bring it back into line. Um, but, again, good organisation. Mm. You know, you know what you've got mm. to do and don't trust anything to memory and if you haven't done something, you need to go to sleep at night knowing that there's nothing on your mind mm. and get it done. Yeah. Like, And that comes down to work hours really. Yeah. You know, if you've got to be doing something at 10 o'clock at night, well, if it means you're going to get a better night's sleep, do it. Mm. Um, but why are you overwhelmed? You've got to assess why. Mm. Have I done everything right? Am I at fault with something? Assess what you've done and analyse. And if you're feeling sort of the guilt that you haven't quite quite done what you should have done and you know you should have done it, well, you know why you're feeling that way. If it's because you're busy, well, work out how you can be busy but make everything still function, which comes down to what team have you got around you. Mm. There's no need to have an excuse. Just be organised and set it up. Yeah. Mm. You know, um, can that's I help you no, there? What can I No, that's great yeah, advice, yeah. 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 Just like, like this morning I could just feel the energy. I've got a massive day and we've got yeah, things to do yeah, and you just – yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to see how yeah. you've gone obviously years and years of that situation, how you manage that. I think mm. when you say you've got a massive day, I can go, wow, this is a big day. You know, a big day for me is back to back. So, you know, get the coffee in the car, get the breakfast. I eat out of my car most of the time <laughs> yeah. because you can't go from appointment to appointment without eating and mm. make the phone calls in the car. It's just yeah. amazing what you can do if you have to do it. Mm. Um, it can be overwhelming, but you set that day up. Yeah, that's very and, true. And, you know, it? William says, Mum, you're late. I go, well, I am. if I'm late, you go in first because you're back to backing it. Mm. Um, how do you get out of a meeting when you're talking to someone, you've got to be somewhere else? Well, we can do things pretty tightly. Um, mm. Just management of yourself, really. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got a big day, you set that up. That's Did you put true. too many things in it? That's, yes, yeah. because we're all greedy <laughs> and we want to achieve That's as much exactly as we can. Right. That's why I get told sometimes you can't ring someone at 7 o'clock in the morning I, and I say, yes, I can. Mm. If they don't want to answer their phone, they won't answer it. Mm. I love making phone calls before 9 o'clock, mm. 7 till 9, because I'm awake and no one's ringing me so mm. I can get phone calls out. That's a great point. Do your first outbound calls to clients go from 7 a.m.? Usually. Oh, I can, yeah. Yeah, wow, wow. Or what are your hours like? Hours? What are your hours like? Well, 
you do it when when it needs to be done. Yeah. So that comes back to me being fortunate living in the suburbs. So, mm. you know, there were times where I'd go go home and cook the food for the family's dinner. I don't have to do it now. They're all old enough. Mm. Um, but you'd cook the dinner in the day but I might walk, work four hours into the night. Yeah, wow. Well, it's just yeah. organisation. It just mm. happens. You have to make it happen. But what do they say? You want something done, ask a busy person. Yeah, it's, it's so true, isn't it? Like the amount of momentum you get. Even though I'm in that situation now, like I'm just bang, 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 bang. Like, yeah, it's it's, true. it's an awesome feeling, but, but it feels good. It feels good. What, so, what do you do on your bad days? How do you handle it? If something like, let's say, Walk the multiple things happen and you're going, I'm having a really bad day, do you just continue on or do you some do you do something to get your mind out of that frame? Oh, of mind? it's a very rare. But if I'm yep. pretty cranky, <laughs> I just get that naughty dog of mine and do a good ten k. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, some exercise. But it doesn't happen very often. I think we're always problem solving, you know, with William and the boys, you know. And I go, well, why are you flustered? What's happening? You know, let's talk about it. What can we do? Mm. I'm always trying to think what can what can we do here? Mm. Yeah. I want to make everything right. Yeah. So in terms of running at this high pace, how long have you been doing it for? At, at this type of level where you're doing, you know, 150 transactions a year. I don't know. I don't even. I don't think about it. <laughs> no, um, it j- you just do. I can't tell you. Look, I think the youngest child is seventeen, doing her HSC. You yeah. know, there was a lot oh, when the kids were at school. The rest of them, um, well, they go to school in the day. That was easy. Mm. Um, you know, again, picking them up, dropping them. Mm. I could do that and then do my appointment later. Mm. I look up. Probably when Olivia went to school when yeah. she was five, yeah, was so when I while. got back into it. You know, yeah. full, full, full time. Full time. Yeah. Um, and then look, it really probably comes back to when William joined the mm. team. Mm. You can't have anyone better working with you for you mm. than your family. How how do you manage that? Like, do you separate your your work and family life when you like? Let's say, for example, <laughs> if funny. if it's Christmas Day and you're with the fam, <laughs> do you chat about real estate with William? That's a touchy subject. If you ask my husband Patrick, he says, "Can you two just shut up for one minute? <laughs> Stop talking about it. The business hours are over." He's like me. William yeah. is the same as me. Yeah. Just obsessed. Um, yeah. 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 Um, awesome. yeah. So it, like mother, like son, there's something in him. He was born into a family from when he was born. Both yeah. parents are real estate agents. What eight-year-old <laughs> knows what a vendor is? Yeah. <laughs> William did. My kids. <laughs> you wow. take for granted what they've heard mm. without really realising, mm. like me with my grandma. So if you're that type of person, if you're a people person, um, you know, a more outgoing person, well, then you listen, you hear, you like and you go, well, I want to have a go. What are your top tips for building relationships then? Into A lot of people now are prospecting or, or trying to build their pipeline. Yes, What's yes. your go-to strategy or tips, the average agent? <sighs> Don't don't sound like you're interviewing someone. Don't mm. sound like it's parrot fashion. Don't sound like, um, you know, you've got to put some heart and warmth into mm. how you deal with people. So maybe walk out the door and say, well, I'm not going to get a listing or I'm not going to do this. Walk and say, well, I'm going to meet ten people today or I'm going to talk to ten people today and see what I can find out about them. Mm. in a five-minute conversation. Mm. So test yourself. What is your ability to be able to converse with someone, Mm. not standing there going, I need, I want to make a sale, I want to get a listing from this person. Put that to the side. That's the end result you may get to, but build the relationship first. Mm. But be genuine about it. Ask them about themselves. Mm. Ask them about their family. Listen to what they say. Genuinely digest it, converse with them on a level that that they will feel that you're genuine. I'll tell you one really nasty, ugly thing about young people of today. The older people don't like to see an ego. Mm. 
It's true. It's not nice. Yeah. And they expect it. They see a young whippersnapper real estate agent in their trendy-looking suit and their fancy smart car <laughs> and they've assumed before you've even gotten out that you're mm. a so-and-so. Mm. Yeah. A smile and a genuine level of thought and caring. So yeah. maybe reassess you as a person and yeah. how do you want to be seen by people, mm. you know? Genuine. Do they really look at me like that? They yeah. do. I'm telling you now. Yeah. You mm. arrive. When I can say you're a real estate agent, do you want to look like a real estate <laughs> agent? Think about how you dress. Should I sell my car? No, I love cars. <laughs> I don't care what they say. You know what they say? That's so funny. It's funny. What are you driving? A Mac. What colour? That one. That white one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that's the funny thing, you know. I want to be a real estate agent because they drive nice cars. <laughs> Well, we don't own them, number one. We lease them. For <laughs> the bank tax owns reasons. it. The bank owns yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but it's perception too, right? Yeah. But I love cars. My grandma loved cars. <laughs> what she, do you drive? I've got my beautiful, my, I'm in love with it, the new M4. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. You got a sports car. You yeah, love it. I'm having a midlife car. Do you have, a, do you have <laughs> a heavy foot? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's a yes. <laughs> Maybe. I've got yes. a lot to fit into my day. Yeah. Just a shame the policeman doesn't agree with me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, it's something that's on everyone's mind right now is the market. Yep. Now, you've been through a few property cycles. Mm-hmm. How would you compare this to the other property cycles? Would you say this is the most severe out of the ones you've been through in terms of it rapidly dropping and changing? I think so, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll never forget the GFC, yep. how tough and slow that was. Mm. So there's a few things etched in the memory there. Yep. Um, but over the last, since 2013, um, yes, mm. it's quick and fast. Um, but I'm aligning at the moment. I've got a little cautious radar. Mm. I'm going back to COVID. So when the COVID was announced and everyone went into panic, everyone, about everything, mm. and they weren't. Nobody was going to do anything about anything. Mm. Um, I think if we recall, you know, people were not going to sell a house in a pandemic, so that stopped the listings. Yeah, and we all went to a little bit of a panic, but I didn't really because I went. That's okay because we can still show houses one on one, which is what we did in the old fashioned days. Yeah. Um, so that didn't stop us. So it didn't worry me we couldn't do open homes. I think it was interesting for some of the people that hadn't been in the business for a long time. Oh, we can't do open homes. What are we going to do? <laughs> well, we'll just take people to the house. It'll help qualify them. If they want to come, they'll be genuine. Yeah. Anyway, interestingly, it slowed the listings or stopped the listings, which kept the listings short. But what we learned was no matter what was happening in the world, this big pandemic... The people that wanted to buy a house mm. still mm. wanted to buy a house. Yep. And I think we need to remember that now. Mm. No matter what's happening in the world, life goes on and people still want to buy and sell property. Yeah, it's true, mm. isn't it? It's true. It's true. So what happens when you come, like let's say you, you've got a vendor and they're overpriced and they're a few hundred K over. What do you do? Do, do you try work for them over the next couple of weeks and try help them understand what's really going on or do you try because you, because you're handling so much stock you just shift quick okay nobody knows what's happening mm. not even me mm. so there's been a couple of times in my career where I've I'll admit I felt wobbly mm. and not comfortable and not on top of my game because I know what I'm doing but times where I've gone Oh, I can't give my vendors the advice that I normally can give them genuinely. Mm. And I tell them that. Yeah. So I've told my vendors we're in one of those moments in time which I call a changing market. Yeah. And nobody can tell you what's going to happen. I don't watch the news, by the way. (laughs) I don't get brainwashed. I don't Mm. listen to anybody anywhere. It's going to be what it's going to be and no one can predict it. So... I have, I have shared, I've said to my vendors in the last couple of months, okay, we're in a change. Mm. I can't give you advice ahead of time. I'm going to update you as we go. Mm. 
And I think what I've now summarised out of it now is that in the beginning it was shock, the interest rates are going up and people panic. Mm. Mm. The media feeds us that so we all panic. Mm. Um, And we hear that from the the purchases each week. So as real estate agents we've got the most up-to-date information because we're on the ground Mm. week in, week out. Mm. So every Saturday when it's open home day, part of my challenge of an open home day is what are they all going to be saying today? (laughs) Now I've got good news for everyone. At the beginning, the buyers were panicking. Now I've got some different stories to tell. Mm. I've got people that have to buy houses because they need to spend their money before their loan expires. Yes. That's massive at the moment, isn't it? Yes. So we've now turned the lack of urgency into people with urgency. They've stopped carrying on Mm. (laughs) generally, I'm talking. Um, But look at the listings. Mm. Yeah. I still I know that in our area the listings that we would have normally have seen on a regular weekly basis haven't been there. Yeah. So if the listings are going to be short in spring mm. and the demand is still going to be there, mm. what's going to happen? Well, what happened with COVID? The market kicked again. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm not predicting it, but I'm I'm my eye is always on listings. Mm. That's a good point. That's a great point. What would you say for the agent that's not getting so many listings right now? Because they're because the I've experienced it too. Markets drying up, listings are drying up. Um, there's some agents that I've seen, um, unfortunately, which um, haven't listed for probably a month or two. What would what advice would you be? Let's say there's an agent in this office now that's starting to struggle. They can't shift their stock, or they're struggling to shift it, and their listings have dried up. How would you, what would you tell that agent to try to get them back on the horse? To try and get more listing leads and listings? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I would, um, look, I'd break it down. I'm assuming you're talking maybe about a younger person or, yeah. yeah. And could have, it could be an experienced agent. Yeah, yeah. I'd just go back and talk about the history of real estate and the different Mm. cycles and markets that we've seen, everything comes down to patience. Mm. So calm them down and just say we need some patience. Let's assess and look at before and try and recall. So I try and share some past markets and scenarios. Mm. Um, Just keep doing what you're doing. It's all down to a numbers game. Yeah. So this one person that I can't remember his name is a very tall fellow, um, an American fellow, Nick someone, Mm. um, was the only mentor I've ever listened to and he said it's a numbers game. Mm. So he had a fresh-faced kid come into the business, had never been a real estate agent and rang, I don't know, a 1,000 people a week or 500 Mm. people a week. It's numbers. Mm. So still keep doing what you're doing. But what happens is, and this is crucial, when you're down, Mm. you get desperate. Mm. And when you get desperate... That is not a good look. A desperate real estate agent sends the vibe out to both a vendor and a buyer. Mm. If you send the desperate agent out, look out to the buyers now, you've lost. Unfortunately, we've all been trained. We've got to follow up and ring and keep calling. Mm. There comes a moment in time where I'm having to tell the guys, do not ring that buyer again. Mm. Wow. You ring, you lose. Wow. Now, yes, don't read me the wrong way. You do need to ring them. Yes. But the buyers are looking for the prophecy of what they're seeing on the TV come true. Mm. You know, the prices are coming down and you're going to buy cheaper mm. and vendors are going to need to sell. Mm. So if you come across as the desperate agent, they're mm. just going to suck you up and mm. spit you out. Yep. You've got to have a little level of coolness about you. Mm. There's psychology involved in what we do. Mm. Mm. Do you study it? Have you studied it? No. No. It's called <laughs> life. Yeah. life. And that's where, again, you know, you can listen to um, mentors and yeah. older people. But, but I still think you've got to go through. Yeah. yeah. you got to go through it to, yeah. really, to really understand yeah. it. And there's no psychology. It's... I don't like the word psychology. I don't like psychology. It all comes back to people and genuinely being interested in them and listening to them. Mm. I agree. Um, quick question. It's been on my mind since you said it. You said you've been back to back to back to back. How long do you I, – I have a tricky thing. When I'm when I'm going out to appointments, I try to lock in an hour, hour listing appointment. Yes, yes. But sometimes I go over and then I run late to the next one. How long do you book it in your calendar? 
hour or two hours or hour 30 minutes. <laughs> I would assume that you would have half an idea before you're going mm. what you should do, okay? So yeah. if you've done the research in the conversation before you go, you'll have an idea on who you're going to see. Mm. If you've spent time in that conversation listening to them, you're Sometimes working out their type of personality. Yeah. So if they're talking slowly and they're telling you, you know, you'll read who it is so you'll read how much time you need. And most importantly, mm. you'll ask the questions, mm. you know, are you thinking of selling? Do you just want an appraisal? Mm. Um, do you need some advice? And mm. you need to calculate and work it out. Now, if you you do this every day, so mm. I think you know how long it takes you. Yeah. The only time you get caught in a, in a listing presentation is when conversation just keeps goes. going. Yeah. And... Like me, you're not going to leave if there's a big warmth there between the two of you. Yeah. Um, and that's where if you have to, you have to read it. I'm sorry, I can't no leave. Set. I yeah. can't leave something that's going very well. Yeah. Um, uh, I will, if you've got the staff around you, you reach out to them and you see if you can. Get them to go, yeah. No, just t- tell them you're coming late. Yeah. Or. Be clever, think on your toes, think think on your feet and, and get out of that meeting because mm. you shouldn't mm. be late to people. That's not a good look. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a fine line between being late because you're busy but they think you're too busy to help them. Yeah. Mm. It's hard. It's yeah. a really hard thing, yeah. Sometimes I get stuck. That's a good one. I, I, Just the know prob- your stuff before yeah. you get there. How so important is that your, your, your pre-game before you go into a listing? Do you spend much on that? We have. So we've sharpened the pencil. My boss, William, <laughs> says we need to go in there with a very clear understanding of what they're looking for mm. and how long we expect to be there for. Mm. So we are going to sell our house, ask the question, you know, when, now, next week, next year, whatever. Mm. No, before you go in. Mm. And then, of course, you're always going to get people that we're not sure what we're doing and that's okay. Mm. But um, just have as much information going in there. Even things like who owns the property, um, who are you meeting with. Mm. You know, if you're not meeting with all both. concerned, mm. yeah. um, try and tee up the meeting. When would you both be there? You know, mm. I'd like to meet you both or, mm. you know, Deceased estates are always tricky. Find out who the key person is. Just get as much information as you can before you go. Yep. And, and keys for longevity for doing this for so long and, and keeping it top of your game. Is, is there anything that you do to stay like it to stay in the game as long as you have? I have no idea. No. I can't, when when <laughs> am I going to lose my desire to do this? Yeah. I jokingly say to William who thinks he's going to take over a business, mm. ha-ha, I just say, William, just remember. Mm. My grandma retired when she was 80. Wow. So he's not taking over the business. He for doesn't a while. like hearing that. No. Um, uh, she never lost her passion. Mm. She never. I get excited when we get a listing. <laughs> I get excited when we get a sale. Mm. When that goes away, well, then it's time to, to close up shop. To close. Yeah. I don't know when that's going to go away, can you tell me? But I'm not even looking for it. It doesn't look like it's anywhere close. No. I just work today. I don't think about tomorrow. I do today hmm. and whatever the future is, the future is. Wow. Love it. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Do you have Thank any you. last questions? That's it. I think that I was I think it. that was a really good ending. I thought you said you weren't going to be good. This was a great oh, podcast. No, I don't know. I, I Anyway. This is amazing. Said, Thanks, Jen. Appreciate <laughs> oh, it. It was a pleasure. Thanks Thank for having so me. And yeah, com- really competitor on the podcast. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jen. No, Thank you so pleasure. much. That was awesome. Thanks, guys. <laughs>